Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I'm going to dive into a marketing budget. Very, very much, you know, needed topic. It's a lot of confusion around it. I've been talking to a lot of chiropractors about their marketing plans. And uh, frankly, most people just aren't even developing marketing plans or marketing strategies. And they're going it blind or they're not tracking or they don't even know what they're spending on it. They don't know what they can spend on it. I mean, there's a lot of confusion around that. So I, I figured it was time to have an episode on, you know, breaking down your your marketing budget and how you can do that and some of the things you should consider uh, when you are doing it. You know, a lot of people think a marketing budget is uh, Facebook ad spend, right? Like, oh, I spend $200 on Facebook ads. Well, that's not your marketing budget. That's one component of it. And so I'm going to uh, break that down for you today. Uh, before I do that, I do want to kind of go over one of our Facebook group spotlights. Again, if you're not inside of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group. It's close to 2,000 strong now, and we've just got a lot of good information. And whenever something breaks or there's a hot topic or something like that, that's the place to really get a lot of this information and be able to extrapolate it to the chiropractic profession, right? And that particular topic this week was the Facebook announcement that they made about the news feed and how it's going to really just alter and change Facebook marketing and so that's a topic for everybody, right? Not even just marketers, but just people's feeds. Like they're tired of seeing ads and and certain posts from businesses and what they are, what Facebook is calling public entities. They want to see more of their you know friends and family and things that are engaging in it. And so it definitely applies to everybody. But how do we really kind of distill that down into our chiropractic profession? Because frankly, a lot of chiropractors I talk to you know, Facebook marketing is their only form of marketing. And if this changes drastically, it really becomes a problem. And it goes back to the point that that I've mentioned many times on this podcast. And what I learned from the Content Marketing Institute was, is you don't want to build your whole business on rented land. Yeah, there's going to be, you're going to be active on rented land, but you really want to make sure you also have your own property. And that owned property is your website, your email list, your your address, your patient addresses, things like that. The things that you have and no algorithm can change that, right? And that's the biggest thing that I've been trying to convey to people. And this is exactly why you should have been doing that. So if your whole marketing strategy was built on rented land, which was Facebook, it's going to change. Uh, it's going to change everything from Facebook groups to infographics to videos even, it's going to change Facebook ads. They're still good. You know, Facebook ads are still going to work. You're just going to have to be very uh, useful. And, you know, the other reality is Facebook ads are going to cost more, right, to market. And that's going to be something to, te- to take into consideration. At what point can a chiropractic office sustain that type of ad spend? You know, we're not Coca-Cola. And so if they jump it to a minimum of $20 a day or you're spending $5 a day and you're getting a quarter of the um, results you were getting before, is that something that you can sustain? And so those are the things that we really need to address in that. And one of the really good references I want to give you, because I'm not going to make this whole episode about it, it's just part of the spotlight I wanted to, to bring up, 
is first you can go into our Facebook group and obviously have the conversation with us if you're not already. But also check out the podcast, Social Media Marketing. It's, it's, that's what it's called, the Social Media Marketing. And it's Michael Selzner. And the episode released uh, on January 20th, really it's him and another person breaking down what this means. And Michael Selzner is really um, at the top of the social media marketing world. And he, he really has a lot of good insights. And so you, if you listen to that 45-minute episode, it's going to really give you a lot of good information on that. So I highly recommend that. I highly recommend making content marketing the backbone of your marketing strategy. And if you're not sure how to do that, start listening to a lot of my episodes that, that I've had. And I've had specific ones on that. You know, And I've had this conversation. I've had two talks this week with folks that are joining our Corporate Cairo Academy. And that's where we obviously work a lot with desk workers and ergonomics. And, and a big part of that is not just getting on site at corporations to, to provide chiropractic and, and ergonomics, which is a big part of it. But the other huge aspect of, of our Corporate Cairo Academy is a very well-developed content marketing strategy and content around that niche of desk workers. And so that's the reason why I, over the last three years, have implemented a really developed content marketing strategy because of that that real, uh, I should say that reality of you want to build on your owned properties and not on rented land only. And so uh, take that uh, into consideration. All right. So let's jump into marketing uh, budget and, and what you should be doing, right? The first thing you need to do, frankly, is to develop an overall budget of your practice. You know, you really need to know what you, your monthly looks like, you know, all your big hitters, payroll and rents and utilities and all the things that we obviously know that cost and figure out what that is and and where can you, um, you know, where can you put into uh, marketing, right? There's that kind of holy grail of people ask like, well, how much should I? Because obviously it's not an absolute number. If I'm talking to a chiropractor that just started a practice and their collections is 10000 a month, that's going to be a different conversation and a different marketing budget than the chiropractor that's been out and is doing 50000 a month, right? So it's completely different. And so it's not an absolute number. Uh, I, I think the, the, the number that a lot of people talk about is that 8%, 10% of your monthly revenue. So if you're at $25,000 a month in revenue, 2500 of that is going to marketing. And I'll break down what that is. It's not $2,500 of Facebook ad spend, right? So that is kind of the 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 guide for you if you had a if you wanted to know okay what should i be spending and then what what is it what constitutes my marketing budget and and there's a bunch of different things and so the way i do my marketing budget is is twofold i have a very specific monthly number that i know i spend but then i also have another category that i just label in, in my spreadsheet is one off expenses right there's certain things that are that are marketing that you may not be able to afford to put into your monthly budget, right? So like, let's say your monthly budget is $1,200 for your marketing, but you want to do something that you know would be great, but it's costing $3,000. Obviously, you can't. You don't want to just blow out your budget for the month. So that might be something that you need to, to save for. And that was something that I learned. Uh, you can go back to the episode with Christine Odell, who's been my financial coach and kind of my de facto CFO and really helped me out with that to where, okay, if you got you know some big expenses you know are going to come up in 2018, 
you put money away each month into a, a sinking fund towards that. So let me give you an example, right? For me, I want to do a really well-developed professional video that I'm going to put on my homepage of my website above the fold, and I estimate it might cost $2,000 to, to do that, right? Well, I don't want to just blow out my, my marketing budget in one month, so that's something that I have as a one-off expense. For me, in 2018, I wrote, I have $10,390 of one-off expenses as an estimate, because obviously some of these things I need to get quotes on as it comes time in my strategy. So like that professional video, I always do a 2018 marketing plan. I do a six month and I do a three month. So that professional video is not in my three month plan. So it's not in the first quarter of 2018. It's more in the second quarter. So it's part of my six month plan. And I'll worry about that when it comes down to it, like closer. So what I do is I take that 10,390 and I divide that by 12 months, right? And then you take that number. Let's just make the math easier, right? Let's say my total for the year of one-off expenses was $12,000. So then I know in part of my monthly marketing budget, I need to put $1,000 every month towards those one-off expenses. So now let's go and let's say everything per month is $1,200. Then you add the 1000 to it. So now you're at like a $2,200 a month marketing budget. Does that make sense? So, you know, month of January out of the 2200, 1200 is actually being spent on things now, but then a thousand is being put away in a sinking fund to then prepare to be able to just write that check for the big one-off expenses. Maybe it's a sponsorship. Like I know for me, I'm a big sponsor of the Boca Raton Triathletes group down here. And it's one of the best things that I do from both up. I enjoy it and being part of that group to also, um, the revenue that it brings in, but that's a $2,000 a year sponsorship that hits every, I have to submit that for January 1st. So I know by December, I need to be able to write a $2,000 check for that. And so that's a one-off expense that I need to add in there. Uh, and then that obviously uh, makes it a lot easier to swallow, especially during the holidays when you got to write Christmas bonuses and all the different things that go on in December, closures, because obviously they're closed on Christmas day, New Year's day, things like that. So uh, my one-off expenses for this year I have is we do sports recovery experiences. I set aside money for that because we increase our marketing spend on that and certain other things like printing flyers, all that goes around that. Uh, the other one is I'm going to be doing virtual marketing summits locally. I'm going to do two this year. One will be on golf and the other one will be on triathletes. And so that's going to be an increase in ad spend as well. And so I want to prepare for that. Because that's going to be above and beyond what I currently spend in the month. Uh, I'm going to shoot that professional video. I'm going to do shirts, something I've been wanting to do. So I'm going to do that. Uh, I want to do a coffee bar. I've mentioned that in some other episodes where uh, I want to have a nicely designed coffee bar in my reception area that have espressos and waters and different things like that. And if they and I have this on my marketing budget because the whole goal of it is a patient experience thing, which is that during unit of marketing. But it's also something where I'm going to, if they want to, you know, an espresso or a cup of coffee, they're going to be asked to just check in here and they can have that, you know, obviously for free. So it's a little bit of marketing, uh, sponsorships, uh, got a bunch of money I have to spend on that. And then press releases. I'm going to do a couple around this NFL combine program I'm running and, and the, uh, virtual summits as well. So those will be press releases, which will gain some, uh, SEO juice. 
So that's a breakdown of my one-off expenses. And again, I will each month put in money towards that one-off expense category. Now, let me break down what my personal monthly ad spend is and, and what the actual, uh, I'm just going to give you like kind of the the platforms that they're on. So Facebook ads, uh, Fiverr work. I do a fair amount of things on Fiverr work where I have them put the intro outro on my videos. Every time I do a modern desk jockey podcast, I send it over and have it fully transcribed. So then I can put that on my chiropractic website locally again for SEO. So each month I have built in how much is going to be spent uh, on Fiverr, my MailChimp platform, which is the email platform I use that monthly. So those are the types of things you got to think of. It's not just ad spend. It's what are your platforms costing you, right? Uh, Google AdWords. I don't do a ton of Google AdWords, but I do a little bit around our sports recovery stuff, not necessarily chiropractic. You can do that. Uh, Direct mail campaigns. Got a budget in for that. You know, birthday cards, welcome letters, thank you referral letters. I'll probably, if things go okay, where I'm getting a good return on investment on the current marketing that I'm doing, I may go back to doing the direct mail newsletter, still doing the newsletter, still printing it, putting it in the, in the waiting room. One of the biggest things I got recently out of the Facebook group was I removed all of the magazines and all the garbage that I had for reading material in my reception area and replaced it with the content that we create. I've got all those desk jockey info cards. I've got a consumer awareness guide that we developed a couple years ago. I, you know, We wrote the desk jockey manifesto book. I have those there for reading. I've got our newsletters there for reading and, and people are actually picking them up, reading them and putting them in their you know purse or taking them with them. And it's been good to where, okay, I've got the content that we're creating. I might as well use that for reading material, not Time Magazine, right? So I have print costs in there, graphic design costs in there. Uh, I have the Modern Desk Jockey production costs that are also in there. So you really just, you know, everybody's going to be different, but you when you're developing your marketing budget. The take home here is that you got to figure out, you know, reverse engineer what you can spend on marketing each month, then reverse engineer your one-off expenses, and then add all that in and then figure out what are the, the costs? What are the spends on advertising or the supports of that, right? Uh, you know, obviously sending an email costs $0, which is great, but it costs me 50 bucks a month to have the MailChimp. Good news about MailChimp is if you don't have a, a big list, it's free for a while up to a certain amount. So, Sometimes that's not even a cost for you, but make sure you're you're adding that stuff into. Make sure you're doing your budget for the year. Um, update it quarterly. Uh, you can update it. You know, obviously you want to go in each month, but if you feel like something's changing or you're, you know, sometimes you want to add fuel to the fire. You're like, wow, I'm getting really good results with these Facebook ads I'm running. Instead of putting 300, I'm going to put 500. If it's printing money, it's printing money, right? It's, it's not a bad thing. So that is my little episode on the marketing budget. I highly encourage you to do it. I highly encourage you to be intentional about it. And if you follow those guidelines I gave you and make it specific to your practice, it'll really help you in your your business uh, marketing and your budgeting. All right. I'll talk to you next week. We will have start having some more interviews coming up. Have a great week in practice. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share it with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.